For the past 20 years or so, I've been on a Caribbean cruise with a difference. Morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard American Airlines Flight 291 with nonstop service to New York's John F. Kennedy Airport. At this time, the aircraft door has been closed, indicating that we're ready to depart from New York, so... The journey starts out the same each year. I leave my home at the foot of Sleeve Martin on the shores of Carlingford Loch and take a flight to New York. This year, our cruise will be departing from Miami. You might be asking yourself, what do I mean by a Caribbean cruise with a difference? Well, the answer to that question involves one of the largest cruise ships in the world, a seven-day voyage, a host of Irish musicians, singers and dancers from all over the world, and a loyal follow of passengers who travel from each corner of the globe for one very special week at sea. And we call it the Big Session on the High Seas. In Miami, where the, there's a forest of big ships all over the place, and this is one of them that we're onto at the moment, coming through the different uh, uh, security places and making sure that our tickets have the right shape and the right number on them. And uh, it's just people from all over the place here. You can hear the different accents and musicians that I haven't seen for a long time, all gathering in for the for the harvest. As, as we. 25 pubs in the area that we'll be in and about several theatres. I was going to say it's a little bit like a small town, but it's a big town. There's 6,000 people on it. There might be a glass of champagne here too. My name is Tommy Sands. I'm a folk singer, songwriter and radio broadcaster from County Down and have been a member of the Sands family folk group from the early 1960s. The idea of a Caribbean cruise and Irish musicians first came to fruition back in 1991 when brothers Liam, Bobby and Paddy Clancy organised a gang of us to set sail to the Virgin Islands. I was lucky enough to be asked on board to sing a few songs and play a few tunes. On that very first cruise, I met a young traditional flute player called Joni Madden from the Bronx in New York. Joni founded the band Cherish the Ladies, and it's Joni who now leads this annual pilgrimage of Irish music into Caribbean waters. Or to give it its proper title, the Joni Madden Folk and Irish Cruise. On that first Irish cruise in 1991, I was only just getting to know Joni. And I'm very happy to have Joni here beside me. Uh, the famous Joni Madden. I saw you playing in uh, New York. What, what did they call that place, that uh, steamy sort of a place you were playing in? Smoky, not steamy. Um, <laughs> a place called The Red Line on Bleecker Street. The Red Line. In the, in the Greenwich Village. I, I know your music and I like it very much. And I know you and I like it very much, but I don't know much about you. <laughs> Where do you come from? Um, I'm from the Bronx. You always uh, live there? I, I lived there until I was 13, and then we moved up to Westchester County. My mm. father... Uh, uh, is from County Galway, uh, Portumna, and my father, my mother is from Milltown Mulvey, County Clare. And ah. I'm the only one of seven kids to to play the music, but my mother says one cuckoo is enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tony, uh, how about the festival here on on the ship? How have you been enjoying it? Oh. I saw you uh, in the late hours of a few mornings, and you seem to be enjoying it fairly well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when it. Well, that's when we start. When we play real music, is as, as, as in the late wee hours, and uh, right. 
that's been great on the ship with uh, so, so many great musicians and and you know great characters more so than anything so when you're on the high seas and you're not pulling into port for two days and you, you know it's only so much sun you can get <laughs> much has changed since that first cruise the boats are bigger now new players have been born older friends have passed on however one thing hasn't changed and that's the reason why we all come here in the first place the fun the music and the people. Um, my name is Max Clarkson, and I'm from uh, outside Collingwood in Ontario. We're in Miami, <laughs> Florida, waiting to set sail on Johnny Madden cruise. Uh, next stop is Ocho Rios, and then Costa Maya, and Cancun, Mexico, Cozumel, and then uh, back here, seven days dancing. <laughs> I go on the Irish cruise. This is our 16th one. This is our th- third one with Joni at Cheese Ran. But before, Joni used to go with another group called the Irish Festival Cruises. And we always went down them, too. I like Irish music. <laughs> Traditional Irish music. I guess I was about 18 years old. I would have started liking Irish music. I can't play nothing. <laughs> I love to, love to sing them. <laughs> Especially the rebel songs. <laughs> As we set sail, we hear what will become a familiar voice throughout the voyage. This drill is held to help familiarize you with the safety procedures which may be adopted in the event of a real emergency. Life jackets are not required to be worn at this drill. Safety information and instructions are posted on the... Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased to announce that the shore excursions desk is... On this year's cruise, there are more than 400 passengers waiting to hear the many traditional musicians that Joni has brought together. The word tradition coming from the Latin word traducari, meaning to hand down, is very evident in the very first young man that I meet on the corridors of this 17-storey floating session house. Rory, your father, Tommy Makem, your grandmother, Sarah Makem, all very important influences on the whole traditional world, I'm sure, on you very much too. Very much, yes, very much. I don't think Granny knew she was an influence on anybody, but she's become a tremendous influence on all the singers that have come out of Ireland, you know. Your Granny sang songs around the fire very much. Your father, Tommy, carried those songs from the fireside onto stages of Carnegie Hall. That was a very transition. It was, yeah. He, was, he went to New York to be an actor, and he had met the Clancy's, met Liam through Diane Hamilton, Diane Guggenheim, when she was in Ireland collecting songs. And they both made a plan to meet up in New York. Someone had heard them singing and said, we'd like to put you on, we'll put on a show, and they offered them five times more money they were making, you know. Same. And then I, uh, they needed material, and my father remembered Granny singing all the songs, and wrote to her, and she wrote 100 songs down in a book, mm-hmm. sent them off to them. Mm-hmm. And that's where they got a lot of their material. So, What about the, the ship here and the cruise? How significant is it for the music uh, at this particular time? It's an incredible collection of, uh, of every part of the musical culture in Ireland, and it's all distilled right here on the ship. For anybody who came on this trip, I've already talked to 
dozens of people who said they just can't believe the variety and what it is in the Irish culture. It's every part of Irish culture is here. And there's so many superstars of our genre that you can just go over and talk to and ask them about the music. If you have a question, there's the answer. The answers are right here. So there's the singing, there's the show bands, there's the dancing, there's the tunes. And uh, it's a distilled form of Irish culture all in one week in the Caribbean. And here we are, a community on this ship. Several hundred people from all over the world have gathered. And it's all because of the one thing, the music. And it's so important to all of us who've gone everywhere in different parts of the world. It came from generations before. This old mandolin, it's carved out of pine. It was given to me by a hobo down the line. Will to me with these last words Before I cross over I'll show you some chords This old mandolin is made out of earth and of stone If the sound of the railroad leaves you feeling all alone This old mandolin will take a hobo back home Rory Makem carrying on a Makem tradition but in an American voice and in an American way. All the musicians on board are well known to the world and well known to each other. But because we're always going in different directions and flying past each other, it's only times like this that we can actually sit down and play together. On stage at the moment, Gabriel Donahue, Joshua Jukes and Dylan Foley. I met Josh just about a half, a half an hour ago, so <laughs> I played with Dylan a time or two before, but uh, it's, it's great to get to play with Josh for the first time. I'd heard about him for years, and what a wonderful musician. But what can you say about Dylan, you know? He's a member of a great group back in America called the Yanks. You might have heard of them. Do you know those lads? I'm beside two wonderful musicians here from the United States. Well, Gabriel is born in Ireland, lives in the United States... Kathy Ryan was born in the United States and now lives in Ireland. Kathy, uh, lovely to, to meet up with you. What do you think of the, the cruise so far? I'm enjoying it completely on every level. It's, it's, uh, it's not just great fun. There's lots of stuff going on, but we've built a community on this ship which is removed from the world and we're having a great time dancing, singing, going to cultural talks and so it's, it's, a, it's kind of a deep experience it's not just a load of drink and fun A lot of, uh, a lot of the time musicians like yourself would be meeting other musicians maybe at airports or flying through uh, 
life. Yes, I've met you at airports. Yes, I have. <laughs> I've met you at many airports. It's great to be able to stay in the one place for a while and yes. get to know each other. In and a actually way. break bread together and talk uh, and have a relaxed conversation where you're, it's not that you're just going to be running on stage and you only have a few minutes or you're having a few drinks after a show. This has been really fantastic. It's been inspiring for me as a singer and as a writer. I'm ready to go home and recommit on, on a deeper level to my music. You and I uh, used to be on the old Clancy Brothers cruises back yes. when the Clancy's yes. did this. And I have to say, I, you know, we formed deep relationships then with Liam and, and the boys and, and I felt like they took us into their circle and... And I feel like Joni's doing the same thing now for a new generation where you have these young musicians like Dylan Foley and Josh Dukes uh, from uh, Washington, D.C., who plays with the, the United States Army Band at the very highest level, you know, uh, playing traditional music here with some of the greatest He's traditional players. And He's great. It's just uh, an amazing family. Of course, who better than Joni to handpick a group of people to come on here and... Uh, yeah, and everyone that she has chosen, you're absolutely right, she's handpicked them. Everyone she's chosen is not only a really great musician or a great singer or songwriter, but they're really decent people who have open hearts and love to have a good time and are very accepting and easygoing. So the atmosphere is, is just, it's a lovely community vibe that she's right. created. And, and it doesn't lock out, uh, it's not elitist, because it doesn't no. lock out the show band traditions. And no. This is something I've always preached. Is we talked about Art in Middle End, and he played it with everybody from Brian Call and the Buckaroos to the Chieftains. And um, to me, I grew up not thinking of, of uh, pigeonholing music and not thinking of borderlines. Music doesn't have borderlines, natural borderlines. Often the listeners want to put borderlines there. They want to say that's not traditional. You know, but, but here Joni realizes that it's a holistic thing and you have everything from T.R. Dallas and Dermot Hegarty. They were all voices of our, of our youth. And Dermot Henry too. You know, show yeah. band singer. Yes, Absolutely. yes. And Kaylee dancing yeah. and set dancing and Absolutely. traditional music and the more commercial music. Right, so it's a, it's a very holistic thing and it's a, it's a great experience for people. It's not put together to be this, you know, commercial gangbuster thing to sell out the ship. It's put together to be a really great festival to see. third morning of the cruise, we woke up in Jamaica. Very good morning, ladies and Welcome to the Epic Theatre. Welcome to Ontario's Jamaica. Pardon me. All aboard is at 4.30pm. Once again, all aboard is at 4.30pm. Welcome to Jamaica, ma'am. Where did Bob Marley live? Bob Marley is really originated from Nine Mile. Is it far away from here? About an hour or two, maybe an hour and a half drive. Yes, yes. Do you sing? If I sing, no. <laughs> What's your favorite Bob Marley song? Um, One Love. One Love. One Love. Could you sing a little bit? One Love, One Heart, Let's Get Together and Feel Alright. Ah, wonderful. Well, we're going to get together uh, here in Jamaica for a little while anyway, and we're really enjoying it. Okay. 
Yeah. This year's cruise represents a legacy that was first started in 1991 when the Clancy brothers Liam, Paddy and Bobby began this annual voyage. Listening back now to interviews I did on that very first journey, it's easy to see why these cruises have become an annual event. Paddy Clancy, you're one of the organisers of this cruise. We're well on our way at the moment, away, away out on the high seas. How do you think it's going so far? Fantastic. It's the first cruise I've ever been on. And uh, I suppose I should have, by rights, gone on a cruise just for my own pleasure, experience, and edification before trying to organise one. It's very difficult to organise one if you've never been on one. But now that I've been on one and organised one, I know an awful lot more about it now than I did when I started out. Well, I see we're just uh, beginning to... We're getting pretty close to the... To uh, Nassau Town, as they say in the song. Nassau. Have you been here before, Paddy? I have, yes. Where's Sloop John B? Yeah, that's, you know, the Nassau Town. That's that's as referred to in... uh, Ah! Oh, 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 oh. Hmm? Would Liam come over and uh, we'll sing a bit of that? Oh, sure. Sure. Liam, uh, Liam, this is not this is Nassau Town, I believe. Oh, Nassau Town, he did roam. Yeah. Oh. drinking all night, got into a fight. I feel so break up. I want to go home. So I saw the John B. Sails. See how the mainsail sets. Send for the captain ashore. Let me go home. Liam Clancy, Paddy Clancy, Gabriel O'Donoghue, Mick Maloney come in there too, Hal and Roach. Frank McCann, and Hal Roach. Ah, yes, how are you? Nice to talk to you, by the way. I enjoyed that song. It's a, it's a, sea, a sea shanty. It is, but it's about Nassau Town, as we're pulling it's, into it. As far as we can ah, see on the horizon you see here, Nassau see? just off the, off the, off the bow. Yes, 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 yes. Hal, you're a very experienced man on the, the comical sea. Do audiences react differently on the sea than on land? Uh, listening to stories and jokes? Well, I think they're in a much more uh, happy mood when they're at sea, by the way, particularly when the ship is going away from land. There's a sort of a frivolous, happy-go-lucky sort of ambience about the thing. You know, people want to have a good time, get into the sun, and, of course, they're they're very happy. But the strange thing about it uh, is that when the ship turns to go back, it's that there's a progressive sort of attitude by getting back to normality, mother-in-law's income tax, <laughs> problems and all like that, you know. But so that, that, that's it's very interesting to watch. Why the, did you remind us? <laughs> you see what I mean? You could have kept your mouth shut. You see what I mean? So I was right. I was right. I was right. We have, of course, Frank Patterson on board with us, which is one of our great uh, stars, as you know. And the man has been absolutely sensational success. He's over there now waiting to talk into that stick. So, I thank you for talking to me. I enjoyed it very much. And on behalf of the Clancy brothers, who are relations of mine through drink, <laughs> we were delighted to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you very much, Hal. Well, we're back on board to the present time and I catch up with Artie McGlynn, who has been playing with Matt Malloy and John Carty on this festival cruise. Artie, you have played music in all genres from 
Van Morrison to jazz to accompanying traditional singers. How how do you see Irish music fitting into that world of music in terms of musicality and importance? Well, I think music, the most popular music in any any form is is music that uh, if music wants to make you dance, what Irish music does. If it can uh, store emotions, make you happy or make you sad, it's going to be popular. And Irish music does those two very important elements, I think. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the the cruise here and the, the gathering of people. Uh, what's your f- feelings on it? Are you enjoying it? I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm I wasn't sure about about doing it at all when Johnny asked me to do it because my idea of a bunch of people travelling together. It's like uh, a busman's holiday. Like there's one thing I would never go on as a bus tour, because it would, it would be like being on the show band where you're travelling with uh, up close with a lot of people and you can't get away from them. But this thing's so big, there's no there's no question of anything like that. There's lots of space, and it's full of people that that I haven't met for years and years and years. Music continued throughout the night, and it wasn't until the following morning as we approached the coast of Mexico that I met the woman at the musical helm, Joni Madden. I did my first cruise, I guess maybe 25 years ago, and I was asked to join the Clancy Brothers on their maiden voyage, and I did 15 or 16 cruises with them, um, and it was great, great times. I'm kind of carrying on their theme, except I have a little more dancing, a little more uh, dancing-minded, uh, where they were very much into ballad singers, I am putting a touch more traditional, I think, in and um, a lot more dancing because I know people love to dance, and so do I. Basically, after 29 years at the helm of the leader of Cherish the Ladies, I've been running and touring, and I've made an awful lot of friends in the business, and everybody on this ship is a, is a buddy of mine. Um, and I always get people that I know who are going to interact and be sociable and likable. I'm not in the mood for any divas or prima donnas. I just want good crack and, and no pressure. And people that are sitting down with the passengers playing a tune. Sharon Shannon sat all night last night uh, playing with all the passengers. I mean, that's the kind of thing that I like to see. And everybody's welcome to sing a song and join in. And I think I have 14 All-Ireland champions um, on the ship, 14 or 15 people that have played and, and everybody's getting along and collaborating and sitting down and jamming and the, the smiles from everybody ear to ear and just blown away by the musicianship and the caliber. It's just incredible. Like the virtuosity in the trad scene right now is is really, it's, it's awe-inspiring and and everybody's getting along and that's what it's all about. Me, but when you, pick, you put people together, you're making a good stew. You're going to see who's going to blend with who and who's going to mix up and I think, well, the stew is good this week for sure. <laughs> hey, well, you know, you mentioned Togetherness. The music really is about togetherness, isn't it? It really is. Well, there's, I, it's, a, it's the whole thing. It's social. 
-hmm. It's a whole gathering of people and coming together. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the sessions that have been happening here in Port, I'm just saying people from, you know, people who've never met each other and, and meeting and greeting. And once you play one tune together, you're lifelong friends. I mean, that's it. It opens the door. I mean, you'd let any, any one of them in. <laughs> Here's yes. the keys to my house. You're my friend forever once you share a tune together. Don's going to sing a beautiful song. I asked him to sing because it's, it's absolutely beautiful way he does it. And you all know what we want to hear you sing, and it's one called Red is the Rose, all right? All right? All right. I'll be dancing at the end myself. Joni mentioned, dancing is a big part of this trip. There are quite a number of professional dancers and huge numbers of passengers come along to take part in the set dancing. In fact, many of the musicians on board offer workshops during the week to whoever brings along an instrument. But the set dancing lessons are attracting the biggest crowd. Okay, one, two, three. One, two, three, and two, two, three. Three, two, three, and four, two, three. Five, two, three, and six, two, three. Everybody in Walsall now. Well, my name's Padraig McEnany. This is my wife, Roisin. Hello, how are um, you? <laughs> I'm from Armagh, and Roisin's from Dublin, and we live in Termanfacken in County Lyle. Um, and we're here teaching set dancing for the week. Um, Joni asked us to come over and teach the set dancing. We teach set dancing at home, and uh, we were surprised that there were as many dancers as there were um, at our workshops. There were five, six sets um, out on the floor all the time, and uh, you know, Kayleigh's every night, and there's loads of dancers there. A good mix, young and old, and everybody's willing to try and have a bit of crack and. It's, you know, that's what it's all about, having a bit of fun and everybody's smiling and laughing and enjoying themselves. So that's what we try to emphasise, like, you know, keep smiling. First of all, I must say that people listen better. They've more time for the instruction and everything because they're taking it away. We met people who don't have any dancing in their own areas from Colorado or whatever. So what they were learning here for these few days, they want to take back as their year's supply, if you like, really. So they were gobbling it up. And actually, sometimes I'm amazed at the detail they want and the specifics, and they've gone away and thought about it. And, you know, we're sitting there and saying, nobody in Ireland really, we just enjoy the crack and we fire ahead but they, they really do enjoy it and it's, it's lovely from a teacher's point of view to be dealing with them because they're very attentive 
and we work, you know, we, well, we work and they want us to work and it's enjoyable. The feedback is there. Well, we're out in the great blue ocean and uh, surrounded here by some great musicians and characters of this particular voyage. Matt Malloy is beside me here. Matt, of course, from the Chieftains, great flute player, uh, travelled widely. Matt, it's amazing things that you learn on a boat like this or on a ship like this. You're a, a seaman yourself. You sailed a lot. Well, I've done a little bit of sailing all right over the years, yeah. I still a, do, yeah. When yeah. you say a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I have my own boat, and that's now down in the, the Canaries. And, uh, um, I've taken it across the Atlantic and over to the Caribbean and up through the islands and uh, brought it back from Antigua then to the Azores and back to Westport via Inishbofin. And you be, you, you're the captain? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I own Lambda Skipper, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. He who is not skipper is crew. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, how, how would a cruise like this compare to something like that? Oh, well, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. it's totally different. It's like a floating hotel. It's great. <laughs> have to do this again. Yes. Yeah, really enjoying it, yeah. What's the best thing about it, do you find? Well, I mean, the... the um, the people and and uh, and there's lots of lots of entertainment and and uh, yeah I'm really enjoying myself it's, 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 it doesn't feel like work at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing session last night. The epic Kelly yeah. band. The epic is, is the name of the boat, the yeah. ship, Norwegian yeah. epic. And uh, you all got together in a Kelly band. You have Joni Madden, Artie McGlynn. My God, yeah. that is well, we we never sat in together, all of us, and and. Uh, we just started firing out, firing out names of tunes, and, and uh, uh, it was absolutely no rehearsal. And it worked the finest. We, yes, you know, yes. there was a, the, you know, there, there is a uh, common pool of tunes like that. Usually, people, you know, in the mute, traditional players, usually know. And and uh, uh, Johnny was on the ball with the, with all of those. We were firing out names, and just it all worked. Yeah, it's good fun. Dermot Hegarty is a household name in Ireland. Uh, hit records, been playing uh, all around the, the, the dance halls and uh, various theatres. Dermot, great to meet up with yourself. Again, Tommy, lovely to see you again after a great sessions last year. I think, Dermot, about, about this particular gathering, uh, I mean, all types of music work very happily together, you know, be it country music or traditional music or folk music or whatever differences you want to put upon it and uh, they all rhyme very well in this context don't they? Well, you see after being in the what we say the commercial end of music over the 40 years that I've been in the business it's only in the last two years that I've been actually involved and embraced the tremendous talent and the storytelling that folk music does introduce to us. For example now, yesterday we watched the, the film you know, about the, the people who were who taken from, from the islands Enishbofin and Enishark and listening, listening to Morella Murray playing especially you know, uh, at the end of, of their programme the laments, the airs you, 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 you get a completely different concept of 
traditional music. Now, Mass is there. I've listened to Mass and the Chiefless well over the years. But it is only when you come on a trip like this with Joni Madden and she introduces people that we have never heard of. We've never heard of back in Ireland. And still, these people are absolutely awesome. Awesome. And this is what I can't understand, that there is such a wealth of wonderful and wonderful talent that has never come to the fore. They would be known, definitely, among the traditional musicians, but not the commercial people that, like myself, have been involved with, with, with the commercial a- aspect of show bands and country music and things like that. The Irish musical tradition has been around for centuries and handed down through families, friends and communities. But it's only during our lifetimes that pioneers like Matt Malloy and many, many others have brought it to a world stage. And whether they know it or not, Matt and people like him are part of the reason why a musical gathering like this can flourish today. As a young fella uh, in my time, like I mean, you got slagged for, for playing traditional music. When the flaws uh, started, you met people of the same interest, and uh, you know, young people of my age. There would only have been a few, like in, in my area, that would be playing the music and interested in it. But you go to a flower or whatever, and, and you meet other kids of your own age group, and uh, you sort of feel, hey, there's, there's something. You know, I'm not fighting against the tide here, but you thought you were. I suppose the, the Clancy Brothers and the Dubliners and the, um, the Furies and, um, you know, the, the, the ballad groups. And when, we, uh, when I started professionally with the Bathy Band, you were making inroads and you were creating territories. And that was the hard, real hard part, because those territories weren't there. So you had to... You're as good as your last gig, if you, if you, know, if, if you like. And the difference now is that young people have taken to the music. Like, there are far more young people playing music now than there ever were. But the hard part for them is there's just so many highly talented young players and singers and, and dancers or whatever out there that it's, it's their problem is getting the uh, recognition and whatever, you know. The standard of music, particularly from a technical point of view, is, is very, very high like this. Kids 15 and 16, and, and they blind you with science, you know. Really, really, and not alone are they playing one instrument, they're playing about three instruments. <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm playing one, and I'm. Well, I, I said it years ago, and it's true, I said, by the time I'm good enough, I'll be too old. And that's about the way it is. <laughs> is at the small island of Kosovo, and after a day on its beautiful white sandy beaches, we're back on board and heading for home. I'm sitting beside the woman who has put a smile back into Irish music. She's been smiling like the sun out here on this boat, on this ship. Sharon Shannon. Sharon, this is your first 
cruise. Yes, it's my first time ever doing doing a, a cruise. Uh, Joni's been asking me to do it for years, and and I didn't. I I always said the same thing. No way am I getting on, on a boat. I hate boats, <laughs> uh, and and I'll get sick. After years and years of persuasion, I agreed to do it this year, and I couldn't believe it. It's just. Absolutely nothing, no motion sickness at all, and and it, it doesn't even feel like you're you're even moving. You, you play uh, traditional music better than most, uh, but you also uh, you embrace all the traditions and the accompanies you have with you this time is it's a very eclectic feel about what you're doing at the moment. Uh, you feel Irish music is strong enough to deal with all these different sorts of rhythms and so on. Absolutely, I think um, the guy that I have playing with me, he's called Alan Connor and he's just uh, really, really uh, um, astonishingly good musician Um, he's amazing and I think it's great to show people that Irish music can be equal to the best musicians and the best music in the world, It it can I can't really put it into words what I'm trying to say, but I, I hope you, you understand. I, I'm sure, yes, yeah. it, it stands up with any yeah. form of music. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, like the, the the guy Alan that's playing with me, he's just very rock and roll, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, but it works so well with the with the Irish Irish with the tunes, and so I'm I'm really buzzing playing with him as well. It's a really really enjoying it. You can see that in, in uh, at that has an effect on the audience as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, yeah, we've gotten such great um, reaction yes. from the people. Um, I'm, I'm delighted for Alan as well because he was he was a bit nervous about that because yes, he was yes. afraid that people mightn't like <laughs> the fact that he's so different. Uh, well, I think maybe musicians like yourself have prepared uh, audiences for looking at music in a different way. And, uh, with the different ears, man. Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I'd like to help people or show people that that you can have great fun with Irish music, and 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 I'm just trying to show people people that wouldn't have really grown up with Irish music or whatever, um, think that Irish music is really boring or something, or mm, they, they, mm. they don't like it, and they think they don't like it, but it's a good way to introduce people like that to, 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 to the Irish music is to um, play a bit of rock and roll <laughs> along yes, with it yes. and, and, and then they get it yes yeah I know lots of people now that um, would come to we said the big band gigs that, that I would do and then realise this music is great I know they've, be, they've become fans of of the, the the real beautiful pure traditional music that that I grew up with yes. and then the people certain people that wouldn't have dreamt of listening to that kind of music a couple of years ago. I really, really adore Irish music, and it's it's in my blood and it's in my bones, and it's what I was brought up with or whatever. But um, you know, I, I I love the the really pure traditional Irish music, and 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 that's really important to me to keep that going. And um, and all the collaborations and stuff that I do is well, I do it because because I love it. I love all kinds of music. I want to show other people how great Irish music is.
Fiddle player Dylan Foley from the Bronx in New York is the youngest musician on board this year. With a Scottish mother and a great, great Irish grandfather, his connection isn't as direct as many of us, maybe, but that doesn't get in the way of his dancing fingers. He was crowned All-Ireland Senior Fiddle Champion last year, and it's only on a cruise like this that you can begin to recognise how far-reaching Irish music can be. Some of the best Irish traditional musicians are no longer Irish. I find that I will, I, I will get along with people if I like their music. So there's, there's almost a direct correlation there. I mean, I mean that's, just, that's just my view on it, you know. But uh, personality and, you know, what you're going through in your life, you know, music should reflect that. I'm in a band now called, called The Yanks, and we just recorded another album. Uh, th- this will be our second now. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we spent a week in the studio and, you know, had had best time of my life. It's, it's funny because in the band, anyway, um, there's really no Irish connection between all four of us. I mean, there's Dan, who's 100% Italian. There's Isaac, who's Jewish and, like, Polish. And there's uh, Sean, who's, I think, he's got Ukrainian background or something. So... There's really not much. I mean, I have, I have an Irish last name, but it's, you know, like there's no direct, you know, it's ancestry. So it's, um, so it's, so it's kind of funny. I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm an American, you know? I'm, I mean, I know that I'm an American, but I've, you know, playing Irish music is, uh, it's, it's nothing like American music. <laughs> it's something, um, it's... I don't know why, like, we all gravitate towards it, but it's, I think it has to do with the content, you know, it's like, it's so deeply rooted, um, I mean, there's so much going on, um, and I love, I love listening to the old recordings, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of things in the Irish music, it's almost more about the social atmosphere, and the camaraderie, and you know, going to go have a pint with someone, and you know, have a tune with them. You know, it's it's almost like music is more of a social, and uh, I mean, it is about the music, but it's it's more about having a conversation. Joshua Jukes is another one of the younger players on board. An Afro-American with no Irish connection whatever leaves you wonder how he is so accomplished on the baron, the traditional Irish flute, and an All-Ireland champion guitar accompanist. So I met my wife, uh, Judy, and she had a, a Lunas album in her car. And she put it in one day and she was playing it and I was like, what is this? I like it, it's nice. Um, so that got me got me interested in it, and there was a guy at work at the same time that was playing a boron, uh, and I was like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Check this out. You take this drum down to the pub, and you hang out all night, play music, drink beer." And I said, "Take me, right now." <laughs> so I went down there, and I, I got hooked ever since. 
I actually grew up playing American fife and drum music, which is another traditional music, uh, and uh, so I, I grew up in the Northeast playing that ever since I was like six or seven. Um, and funny enough, my job uh, is in the Old Guard Fife and Drum Corps, which is an active duty military unit. Um, and we're the uh, official escort to the President of the United States. And what we do is we perform all the ceremonies at the White House, the Pentagon, um, and we also do a lot of public outreach uh, for the Army. As the cruise comes to an end, there's a mixture of emotions, looking back at fresh memories, and a realization that real life is just around the corner. Thank you so much. Well, we've come to the end of our show. We have one more song, but... The last concert I attend on this cruise is from a group called Ennis, from one of the most western of the Irish counties, County Newfoundland. And their last song seems a perfect way to bid farewell. But um, we've had so thanks again to Joni Madden for inviting us to come out. Yes. And we'd love to do it all again. Hint, hint. Yeah, hint, hint. In a little under two weeks' time, Joni Madden's 2015 cruise will pull out of port in New York. This year, heading on a seven-day Eastern Caribbean cruise, heading back for Nassau, the same port where we all headed for when this cruise first began in 1991 with the Clancy Brothers. And so the story goes on. So we're going to end off now with a song that Mark and I wrote. And we used to end our shows all the time with a song written by someone else. And I thought it was the perfect opportunity to write something in our own words, to be a little more sincere, but, um, you know, until the next time. And um, here's our song called Until Then. <laughs> 